Star Trek, highly illogical. These are the ramblings of Spanner and Alfie. Their continuing mission to overanalyze sci fi telly, to explore nonsensical truth and strange new observations, to badly go where too many have gone before. Kapla, we're live. I think Hello. we're live. Let me check. Kapla, everybody, we're back with another, yet again, another episode of Star Trek Highly Illogical, the Highly Illogical Star Trek Quiz. This that week we have smooth. extra special guests, extra as special. well as wow. Spanner. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, yeah. we're joined tonight by um, the hosts of two of the hosts of three of the Trebles and Transporters. I hope I did that in the right order. I've been calling it Transporters <laughs> and Trebles, Trebles and Transporters podcast. Um, Sarah and Erin, the floor is yours. Hello. Please introduce yourselves. Welcome to Highly Logical. Yes, welcome. Thank on. you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is the first time we've done video. We we have pretty much just an all audio podcast, but we're going to be starting doing uh, videos. Uh, our next episode that we're recording will be video. So we're going to be uh, starting video podcasts, adding that to a uh, YouTube channel that has been created but doesn't really have anything on it yet. So, uh, <laughs> but, but you will find it under Turbles and Transporters. Um, and... Yeah, so uh, our audio podcast, Aaron actually has all of the, like where all of our stuff is. I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you the wrong places to go. So, Aaron, I'll let you take it away. Yes. So usually, if you're interacting with us on social media, it's usually me that you're talking to. Um, I'm Aaron, uh, one of our the three hosts of Tribbles and Transporters. And uh, we tried to make it easy to find us. Uh, you'll find us on any of your podcast apps, um, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, all that kind of thing. Um, and then as far as social media, you'll find us on Twitter, where we are at Tribbles Podcast. Um, and then for Instagram and Facebook group and page, we're just Tribbles and Transporters. Uh, and then our um if you want to get directly to our podcast downloads and things, we are uh, Tribbles Podcast at, um, sorry, you say I have all the things in my head. and it, you know, <laughs> We can also gonna... drop it in the uh, chat at the end. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that would be excellent. Yes, Tribblespodcast.com, and I was getting it mixed up with um, our email, which is Transporters at gmail.com. So you can uh, email us directly if you have any um, questions about the show, anything, uh, you know, that you want to add or ask about. Uh, we do have yep. a few fans who, who write and, you know, offer topics and uh, link us to episodes that they think we should watch and things like that. That's great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the best when the, um, when the viewers get involved. We, uh, we, we really appreciate the input from our chat. And that's why we've actually implemented a new chat-specific round 
Um, oh, yes, exciting. Yeah, because they, 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 they started to put us to shame a little bit, haven't they, Spanner? So we, we encourage more yeah. of shame uh, directed <laughs> our way. Yeah, it helps us improve, it's the humiliation. Yeah, so Jim yeah. can't say, yeah, Twitter's the sound that Tribbles make. Interesting. I considered it that way. But All right. That's all, that, that must be what they were thinking. Well, they purr. They do they not more purr? Like... Yes, they do. Twitter's a bird yep. sound. Yeah. <laughs> I would call it a trilling. But mm. I don't want to get that confused with Dax. Yeah. With the trills, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Okay, let's see. Uh, who who well, have we got in the chat tonight? Yeah. Who have we got? Yes, we've got Bubbo. Oh, we've got Gone. We've got Anwar. Um, oh god Anwar. Anwar I'm just kidding yeah, Anwar is our favorite he he won the uh, yeah. he won the uh, absolutely smashed last week's um chat challenge <laughs> yeah so so let's uh, well, just wait for the other come on Sarah what's the best Star Trek well uh, my TNG. favorite is TNG uh, yeah. I, I won't say it's, I mean everybody has their own opinion on what's the best uh my favorite is TNG so your opinion is the best <laughs> Yes, I think you, yeah, that's the correct opinion. It is. What about, what about you, Erin? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I try to be the diplomatic one, so I'll say the best trek is the one that you like the best. So, uh, you know, everybody can have the best one, but uh, you know, my my personal favorite is Voyager. Um, Ooh, I thought you were going to say Star Trek: The Animated Series. <laughs> you know, I've not actually watched any episodes of that, although I have watched some of Prodigy and uh, I recommend. It, I love it. It's yes. shaping up all right. I'm quite impressed. Yeah. I was super impressed with Prodigy. Yes, I think the characters are really quite interesting. Um, mm -hmm. I don't hate the animation as much as I thought I would. Like, <laughs> I think they did, they did a real good job with it, and I'm very pleased with Hologram Janeway. Yes, so good yeah. shout there. Jenkyle, oh yeah, Jenkyle's TOS all the way. And I have to say, I think that was a close, that's a close one for me. I feel like you've got to kind of give a nod back to TOS, haven't you? I mean, you wouldn't I have real most now. of uh, TOS, actually. I'd... Yeah. There yeah, we so, go. I mean, I've fallen asleep through many episodes. Less than half of them are worth watching, let's be honest. But yeah, yeah the ones that are worth watching are amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I respect it. I mean, it's the it's the original Star Trek, and you know, it's the mm -hmm. most well known. I think so. I mean, I you, you have to respect yeah. it. I just didn't grow up with it, so um, I grew up it, with TNG. Yeah, and that's understandable. That, so, yeah, and I think, like we said before, this, it's you know, the problem is that we think we just like too much of Star Trek rather than you know nitpicking on stuff that we don't like. I think even the stuff that I don't like about Star Trek is probably my favorite stuff in Star Trek. If that. <laughs> an adversity no, makes that make sense. <laughs> well, we are highly illogical. <laughs> kind of, uh, <laughs> it's not highly illogical. Yeah. Um, so who else have we got? So oh, TOS is on German Netflix right now. Is it still on the UK Netflix? I can't remember. I think it might be. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we I do feel have like it's there. imminent. It, it, will be, it will be there for very long, I don't think. Yeah, so what's our theme there. tonight? Theme tonight, yes. Anybody? Music. Music in Star Trek. Which I thought was going to be a tough one when I was looking for questions, but it wasn't too bad. There's lots happening in there. It's a well, tuneful it, trek. It's quite serendipitous, actually, that on your show you actually have a music segment sort of quiz. Um, yeah. And <laughs> we didn't plan this at all. Like we took, we had like didn't 
realized that you know that you had the music questions and then we, our mm-hmm. theme we just pulled it out our ass like we always do and just so happened to be music so research the questions never mind guest stars or anything like that so. <laughs> yeah well it made it kind of easy to come up with the questions at least for me because i just kind of <laughs> rehash what we do on our podcast but yeah i mean we're used to doing quiz we we do a quiz sec an entire quiz section beyond the uh, music challenge as well uh, where we quiz each other on the whatever episode we're we're watching uh and we it's just like a little friendly competition to see you know who Aaron is winning I mean she's <laughs> I do think Scott, there's we, no we, way for Megan and I to catch up yeah. yeah yeah you're like yes friendly we, competition we the people the remaining players are the ones that I still call friends <laughs> yeah, if you make it to the end and you're still on then then we won What's Jay Carroll is asking, are we going to cover music made by Star Trek actors? I don't know what other people have asked. I didn't do that, but oh my god, the Bilbo Baggins song by Leonard Nimoy, that was fantastic. <laughs> um, you know what was I, I was thinking earlier? I kind of want to corner William Shatner and get him to do like a spoken word version of the Enterprise theme tune. Um, that would be... Thanks. That would be, the I could, I could die at that you. point, it would be fine. Um, <laughs> should we start? Let's get started. Yes, I reckon we we've got everybody here. Sounds good. Right. Let me just try to find the buttons. Okay. Here we go. This one's mine. This one's mine. Faith, faith of the heart. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> favorite. Um, everybody's favorite theme tune. I, it's it really is for me. It's so bad that I love it. I mean, I don't <laughs> sit through it when I'm watching Enterprise, but I can't help but smile when it comes on. You know, in that kind of awful, cringy lounge singer. It's been a long kind of time. Oh, it, it was yeah. a strange <laughs> choice. Bizarre. Like I, I could, yeah, I could see it as an outro for for the show, you know, and have have an orchestral theme for the Mm -hmm. for the beginning. Um, But yeah, yeah, to me, it was just like, what, what, what's happening? Did did it go to commercial? Are we? Oh, this is the show. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like early two thousands. I think that's a really really tricky time for music, possibly. Evidently, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so I think, right, I think they, they were trying to 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 put like a, a fun pop song to, I guess, address a new audience of Star Trek or to resonate with the times. And... I think that was it. I think they wanted something yeah. that, you know, it was meaningful and deep, mm. and and it conveyed it conveyed the spirit of exploration that the Enterprise crew were were going on, and they just got it completely wrong. Wait a minute, is this really shit? Or is it, you know, is it just me? You'd think someone would have said that. Have yeah. we murdered the franchise with this song alone? Yeah. Hmm. There, there was a big gap after Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that poor show had, the, it was just kind of doomed from the beginning. It had so many things going on that just kind of, canoned it and it, yeah i mean i didn't even watch it at the time yeah, um either. i but 
we're going back to it for the podcast and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay. I guess I missed out on this. It improves (laughs) with with time. Paul is one of my favorite Trek characters for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's best first officer in my opinion without thinking about it too hard. I mean, she's the the most, I would want her to be my first officer because she gets shit done. She is good at her job really well. And I can rely on her. Like without her on the Enterprise, in Enterprise, they would have not, they would have not managed. Oh, Oh, they would have been been screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Uh, Aaron is, is, um, is it you that doesn't like her very much? Yeah, but I think that's just a, a personality thing of, you know, and it, it's also a little bit of a, an annoyance with the whole the Vulcans are just holding everything back. And um, it's just like half the predicaments the Enterprise gets into could have been prevented if the Vulcans had just told them things. <laughs> just, yeah, just really tell Jonathan, own, that's just like Jonathan Archer about that. He, he, <laughs> he can get quite just... boring on that subject. Right. They just stand around and judge and be like, yes, we, well, we didn't do it that way. Ha, 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 ha. Jen Carl agrees. gets better with age. And I think it does. It's, can you believe it's 20 years ago? Oh, so all my questions are about the theme tune to Enterprise. Oh. All right. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> this is going to go well. The theme song for <laughs> Enterprise was originally called Faith of the Heart. But what was the new title it was given for its use in Star Trek? Faith of the thought. No, there was another title. (laughs) No. Well, that joke landed as well as the Enterprise in the movie Generations. (laughs) You see, it was originally, apparently, I didn't know this until earlier today, but it was written for that Robin, that horrible Robin Williams film, Patch Adams. And. Hmm. Then there was a cover, it was a cover version for. Um, Enterprise, but what was it called? It makes hmm. a bit more sense for um, a Doctor Who takes children. Then... Bubba's got in there very quickly, even before Anwar in the live chat. <laughs> All right. I'm Anwar, cheating by looking at the chat yeah, here. Sorry, so Where will my heart take me? Isn't it called that? Oh, it's called It's Been a... I don't know. I would have guessed it's been a long road. Long time. You know, I think that would have been a better title. Faith of the Heart, yeah. <laughs> Faith of the heart just gives me diabetes in, in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's still taking a minute. Yeah. All right, so Bubba's a fan of Russell Watson. I don't believe you. <laughs> hey, JH is with us. How are you doing? Uh, yes, Hello. that was it. Where, where my heart will take me. The cover version where will Russell it take Watson. you? Oh, where won't it take me, you know? To, um, well, if... That it actually fits where my heart will take me in space. That actually, that name is more fitting than Faith of the Heart. No, it's the journey. It's the journey inside that Russell. Faith was of the Heart about. has nothing to do with Star Trek. I mean, you don't even need faith in the twenty third century because they've just got replicators and stuff. So faith is not needed. <laughs> You've got holodecks. Unless you're Bajoran, Bajoran faith is quite strong. Okay. my child. So. Oh, wait a minute. I just gave away, I gave away my second question a minute ago. <laughs> so, same question. Oops. It's well planned as ever. Uh, it was originally written for the terrible Robin Williams film, Patch Adams. But who originally sang the song? Oh, 
who, who originally performed the song for the Patch Adams soundtrack. I don't know. I've seen Russell Watson in the chat. I don't know who that is, but I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> Russell, Russell sang it for the theme uh, song. Enterprise. Enterprise. Oh, so there was okay. a cover version. It um, was Dolly oh, Parton. I, I made this one. I made this one a multiple choice. God, really a false start on this one. Though. Okay, so <laughs> it, was, it was originally written for Robin Williams' film Patch Adams. And who originally performed the song? Was it? Billy Joel, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, or Tom Jones? That was Rod a Tom Stewart. Jones impression. I went to see Tom Jones last year. It was right at the front. It was great. I could see oh, up his wow. trousers. Like... Red Stewart. <laughs> you want them again? I tried to say Red Stewart, Rod Stewart, but it didn't really go. Okay. So was it Billy Joel, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, or Tom Jones? I'm finding a friend in the chat. There were some people are saying Rod yeah, Stewart. So oh. Who's going with that? <laughs> so Anwar's saying Rod Stewart. Jenko's saying Rod Stewart. Bubba's saying Ro Russell Watson after he just proclaimed to be a big Russell Watson fan. Uh, so I don't believe him on that one. Suspicious Watson. <laughs> Sherlock. Reference. Yeah. Bubba's saying, was it my boy Rod? What do we think? I think it's unanimous, no? It's not it unanimous, clearly, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between, it was between us, huh. terrible song, fairly poor singer. If I'm honest, I don't like to be too or, judgmental. Awful but... question. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> pretty bad. Um, oh, okay. Now that this one, I've, I've got a, I've got a slide deck for this one because I thought it was, um, I thought it was probably. Here we go. All right, so. What's the next line in Where My Heart Will Take Me? So we've got, I've got faith to believe. What does that even mean? Does that make sense to anybody? I don't know if it does. I can do anything. I've got strength of the soul. And okay, we want the next line in the song. Is it, and I'll reach for the stars, and no one's going to bend or break me. <laughs> I'll face the future with courage and grace. Or, and I will touch the sky. Oof. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. I think it's uh, B. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be, and no one's going to bend or break me. It's not a, it's not a well-written song, I don't think. So it's, it's got a good chance. <laughs> a good I'm chance just trying to like, sing it in my head. I think it's B. It fits. There are enough syllables, I think. I don't want to sing it to you, but... I just want to say, and no one's going to bend me or, like, bend someone over Careful. and break them. <laughs> I don't I don't know. This is kind of... I, it gets really sexual in my mind, and I don't know if it's the whole song or just that line. I think it depends. So... All right, Miss, Mr. MCC, I'm... Kissing that says so. We've got a B B B in the chats as well. B B B. See, I I want it to be in. I'll reach for the stars because at least that will make sense. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tonight, <laughs> real quick. Tonight's topic is music. Just as a question in the chat. Welcome, yeah. and it's all about music. We're going. So we're leaning toward B then, aren't we? I think. Uh, I think it has to go B with consensus. 
B for yeah. bend and break. It was. I've got strength of the soul and no one's going to bend or break me. I, I guess, guess that goes along soul, with strength. <laughs> if your soul <laughs> is strong, it won't bend or break, I guess, will it, technically speaking? Um, so it just kind of makes sense. Unless, you, so, unless its purpose is bending, like Bender from Futurama, and then it bends. Yeah, that's And true. it's strong. All right. One more? Do you want one more? All right. righty. All right. So the lyrics from Where My Heart Will Take Me have been used in one other Star Trek series. Which one? Hmm. Well, I know. The newer ones, right? Yeah. Well, it ha yeah, it would have to come after Enterprise. <laughs> right. I didn't think about that when I wrote the question. Good point. <laughs> Um, my guess would be lower. I mean, I haven't seen it. Lower decks would be one that might like parody that or something. Maybe. Yeah, you don't think they were singing it in Picard, maybe the Romulans. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd be funny. <laughs> how would they? I'm just trying to think. How would they would put it in in Picard? Maybe in the bar in Guinan's bar or something in the on the. Oh, it could be playing in the jukebox. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on MTV. On free cloud somewhere or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> in concert, Russell Watson poster or something. Oh, Russell, I don't know if you've in seen pictures of him. He's like a young Malcolm Reed crossed with Neo. Um, okay. <laughs> what <are> we... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but he tends to like wearing this long leather jacket. It makes him cooler than he really is. Uh <laughs> So anybody in the, oh Jen Carl is saying lower decks as well. He's an opera singer actually. He's a very good opera singer. For sure. I think he is. He's tenor. Are you just are you googling him? I bet, I bet he hasn't been googled so much <laughs> as he has today. <laughs> not for a while. So it, um, it's not. Is it? It is not lower decks. Are we still guessing? That that, that was my first. Uh, that was my first leaning because it would make sense. It would. It, 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 yeah. it was. Oh, it was quite right. a cool, it was quite <laughs> nice. a cool um, parody, I guess. They, they had um, Riker was being one smooth character chatting up Deanna Troy. <laughs> and he used the lyrics from Where My Heart Will Take Me. And it worked. Oh. I believe it worked. She married him. I might have seen that clip now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and if you don't know... If you don't know, Sarah is a major league fan of uh, Riker and Troy, so she's been known to uh, pick and choose. I just watch the stuff clips and... Like I don't even watch the whole episode; just like watch that one scene, and then I'm done. Like <laughs> just, just for Riker, just to get your Riker just, fix. Well, yeah, for the Riker Troy, I like the two of them together. So yeah, do you like? Anything... I especially like them on in Beta's. Beta Z when they're having a picnic or something. That's some really special oh, yeah. moment. Yeah, that TNG episode. Yeah. You know, I saw I saw Marina Sirtis once on stage. Oh, before really? this was before Star Trek. She used to she used to have a bit part in this this awful comedian in the UK called Jim Davidson, and she used to she used to sort of do bits for him. Huh. Um, I, I, feel, I kind of feel I was so it. surprised I when I heard her speak for the first time in her real voice. I didn't. I didn't realize she was um, English, and it was just a shock. It was a real shock. Was, I'll, I'll, yeah, she, I'll tell you she more about that. In that. Time. She says a lot of people are surprised when they hear her. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it yeah. sounds like 
what accent is she speaking on the Enterprise? It sounds like she's speaking. She's speaking e- English with accent. like a European accent or something. That's why. Yeah, I it sounds a little bit European, Middle Eastern, something like mm-hmm. that. Too. Yeah, well, she tells a story about that uh, on her. I mean, I just I've seen her on YouTube talking about it. But she said that um, it's a Betazoid accent. <laughs> um, okay. She said that, that they wouldn't let her use her real accent because there was already a Brit on the bridge with Patrick Stewart. So she had to make up something. And, uh, <laughs> well, so she she's successful. Yeah. So she says that she did kind of base it on an Israeli type accent. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of makes sense. But why didn't they make Luax on a Troy speak in a Beta Z accent then? She was just. Because she's American. from the American sector of Beta Z, according uh, to yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Marina. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And her Sorry. father also. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fu- funny how they, they couldn't have two English accents or British accents on the bridge, but they know, could have pa- all those Americans. <laughs> Picard's supposed to be French. <laughs> and he's yeah, French. Exactly. 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 <laughs> doesn't make like, sense. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually from the same town. You yeah. can have a Russian, of course. Yeah, well, that was cool. Though. Um, hey, Big J's with us. That's How you doing, man? Oh, Big J, hello. Big J was, uh, was on the show last week with us. Yes, we had a fantastic time last week with Big J. He absolutely annihilated us, though. He was. <laughs> it turns out he knows quite a bit about Star Trek. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> okay um uh, right then let's let's move on so who's great round. yes i think you uh you get all the points for that one great job sarah and erin you're in the lead <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's have a see let me try and find some music <laughs> Very okay, familiar. so this is you, mm-hmm. is it, Sarah? Yeah, okay, so my, I basically base this on the music challenge that we have on our podcast. So uh, I make Aaron and Megan, I just pick like a <laughs> random piece of music from somewhere in Star Trek, like it could be anywhere, and I make Aaron and Megan try to identify where it comes from. Could it be um, a sound effect as well as music? No, it's, it's usually just like a music clip. So I haven't done oh, sound this effects. Sounds, this sounds pretty either. Yeah, it, well, it starts out easy, I think, and it gets a little <laughs> bit more difficult. Um, but we'll go ahead and play number number one. I think pretty much everybody should know this. Oh, so Right, yeah. that's over to me. Right, here we go. Pay attention. Let me turn the sound up. Okay, here we go. Everybody, pay attention. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> That is, I feel like I know where this comes from. Just to let you know, this has become kind of an inside joke on our podcast because I didn't get it. And the other two poked me (laughs) and heard like, you, you don't know. <laughs> like well, I'm, to be I'm fair, fair I'm not overconfident in... now with because I want to say like can I can I go ahead and answer this? Can I, yeah, can go I, ahead. Can I answer this? 
I want to say that is Jean-Luc Picard playing a Rescian flute. Rescian. Rescian. Rascal flute. Rascal flute. Yeah, Rescue. we've got this like. Anwar was in there pretty quick. Uh, big J, yeah, big big J. I got apologize to the Rescians if I've mispronounced the name of this. Rescians. <laughs> <laughs> this comes up with us quite a lot, you know. There's there's a few episodes of Star Trek dotted here and there where where people like they live out an entire life in like some kind of mental breakdown and or you know some tech and we think that was mess you up horribly. Like I think O'Brien spent twenty years in jail. And then next week, you know, like Picard has a whole family that and grows old and loses that family. Uh, but you know, next week, a family he didn't even love. love. We, we watch him fall in love with his family to then lose them as well. Like the whole the, the whirlwind of that episode really takes you on a ride. What is real just, after that episode? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. nitpicking, but I feel like yeah, that would leave you kind of messed up. Those, so tell me more about this in joke that you sorry. <laughs> That you didn't get that you didn't get that last time. Did you did you answer with another suggestion? Because I would have no. Uh, the the closest I could get was I have a mental picture of Picard with a flute, and that oh, was and as that close wasn't... as I could get. Oh, uh, that well, should, that... I mean, the other two, you know, had the episode, you know, <laughs> title and everything, and uh, you know, it's like guys, I haven't seen most of TNG in like 20 years to pull, you know, this is different. You know, I watched the different end of the Star Trek spectrum when I feel like watching an episode, you know, I, I go to Voyager, I go to DS9. Um, whereas, you know, Sarah goes to TNG and, uh, Megan, well, she, she kind of goes all over the place, but she, uh, she is a little more DS9 and TNG than the other way. So. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just thought it had your recognizable tunes in all of Star Trek, you know. So I, I just assumed she would know it right off the bat. And I was surprised when yeah. she didn't. So it's, it's fine. But the, then there are other ones that I've literally gotten the title of the the piece of music. So you know. <laughs> okay. Um, Anwar is saying that apparently one of the one of the Resican flutes went up for auction. In 2006 at Christie's and yes. fetched 48k. One from Resica? I guess it must have been an original quadrant? one if it's done for 48,000. Which quadrant was the planet in? That weather, or at least the satellite? Well, the probe was, they found the found <laughs> probe in the Alpha Quadrant, I think, didn't they? Big J might know this one. Um, but. I do know that the uh, theme of Picard was based on uh, some music from the Inner Light. It wasn't this this particular piece that you just played, but uh, Picard's son in the Inner Light plays the flute as well during a scene. Yeah, and if you listen to that tune, his real son is. plays his son, right? In that episode, right, right. So uh, mm -hmm. they base the theme for Picard on what he was playing. Nice. Oh. So, I was like, why yeah. don't you love me, daddy's song? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to do music. He's like, no, son, get a real job. But, but, no. That's Stop trying to be an actor down like down me. Down is, and this is him talking to his actual son. An actor. Oh, right. All right. right. Should, we, should we hit the next one? Yeah, let's go with Here number go. two. Please. 
that was cool as hell i want that sample <laughs> i want to get some cool drum and bass mix made of that if prodigy were from a different planet that's kind of what that would sound like i, I feel like that might have been klingon all right but not played by a klingon I think it's um, Orion. Orion. Right. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have like what uh, species it's from, but can you guess where you might have heard it in Star Trek? In an episode of Star Trek. Why <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. win? <laughs> I can't remember the name of the episode. Didn't they? They were they were looking for somebody. They go to a bar somewhere, like a seedy bar or something, and she's got four, uh, four hands. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, no, I think that Warf, was that Warf was. Yeah, no. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. That was a TNG episode. Um, was it the Gambit where Picard's gotten uh, kidnapped They're or something? Trying to find Picard. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, when he's Romulan um, and he has all his Romulan hair and his Romulan shoulder pads. Yeah, <laughs> is he Romulan? It's not, it's not from TNG, but you guys are close with the bar thing. I was going to say I the CD thinking, bar. I was actually thinking either Voyager or, or um, uh, I can think of like Tom and Harry getting up to mischief in sort of like a bar. <laughs> I, I guess, or then my other, I guess, I other thing. I feel like Worf requested this song. Am I am I still on the wrong one? You know, I think she oh, had four DS9. hours. Oh, that's DS9. DS9 when he's he's in DS9 doing something then. <laughs> on the promenade. She's in DS9 doing something. <laughs> general DS9ing about. Does he look for his father? We are, we are getting somewhere. We are getting somewhere. For, is it in DS9 where Worf goes looking for his father? Is it TNG? It is in DS9. Where Worf looks for his father. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. No, no, Worf. I'll give you a hint. Worf wasn't on DS Nine at this ooh, point. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So, oh, oh, is it where they go to um, that planet where they're trying to be really nice? No, it is on. That's on Voyager. Never mind. The planet where they're trying to be really nice. <laughs> no, I was thinking it's of episode busy, of Voyager. Yeah, you remember that one episode of Star Trek where they met some nice aliens? <laughs> Like here, we love hospitality. Love our hospitality. Enjoy our hospitality every two seconds. And Jamie's like, I really like the hospitality, but I think we should go anyway. And then they try and rob their technology for some stories. That episode was nuts. Mm -hmm. Actually, thinking about that episode, yeah. that episode but it's not. It's not about right now. Yeah. I will I say, so, someone in the chat has gotten it. Yeah, Jen Carl mentioned Quark's bar. And creepy clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Could be creepy clowns. That does sound like creepy clown music. You're right. Yeah, but that's Voyager. That. Creepy clown is Voyager. We've already established it's DS9, right? right. We're in agreement that yeah, it's yeah. DS9, yeah? Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, okay. I will say somebody in the chat does have the correct answer. Um, it is Jankel 3, all. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it is from Quark's Bar. When did he uh, get his Space music license? You know, Quark's got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> Just an Very average true. day. Or what's the occasion? Yeah, know. it's actually from the episode The Emissary, so from the pilot. Um, apparently, you can hear it playing in the background at some point during that episode. So That oh, makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. the Enterprise was there, wasn't it? Yeah, because they don't actually do that 
much that you never hear music in quarks. It's not like where you no. go for dancing yeah. and music. But in the first episode, I don't suppose they have figured that out yet. So that makes sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now, can you come up with the title? I, you probably can't. <laughs> the song the title of the track it? yeah oh, yeah i i don't think they're gonna get that no, no i don't think i'll get that <laughs> yeah so it's a really weird it's a really weird well, title well. it's on a ds9 uh cd soundtrack from like 20 years ago but uh it's called cucumbers in space <laughs> that would have been my Do second guess cucumbers in the 23rd century <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure, I'm sure. Why would they? Who's replicating cucumbers? Actually, don't answer that. <laughs> They're probably Bajoran cucumbers or something. You know, they can't yeah, be yeah, normal cucumbers. Bright pink and square. <laughs> yeah. okay, Bajoran, they come with fancy one? jewelry. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, I was thinking, I, I've got this one in my mind where, yeah, they were looking for they were looking for Picard. Hmm. Um, that I think it was less tuneful, guess. actually. The one I'm thinking of was a lot less tuneful. It was clear on opera. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Three. fifth element <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to say picard but what by the looks on your faces by the looks on our face well jenkal is saying discovery interesting mm. i'm a bit weak yeah. on discovery if i'm honest and it was very good yeah <laughs> It has Stamets to be. Some alien my thinking with Picard was because it has to be a newer series of something. Because I don't remember it from the older series, and that's my logic. Well, I know I was guessing at TOS. That's oh, a that's okay. a bold statement. It's the opposite of what Alfie thinks. Yeah. yeah, he's boldly going where Alfie did not go. Oh, well done. <laughs> totally set you up for that one. Uh, it was an accident. And Boba's thinking Voyager. I'm, I have to say, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Mm. But I feel like it was perhaps newer. I'm, I'm going to go with Jenko, at least say Discovery. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to Discovery as well because. But I can't remember where or when. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, we'll just go oh, with no. that. Uh, Jenko is correct once again. Jenko wow. uh, or her Star Trek music. He's chat MVP. <laughs> yeah, it is from Discovery. I don't. I've never. Um, I haven't watched it, but it's season three. So we're in season three of Discovery, and it is uh, Andorian opera. So, ooh, Andorian opera, nice. Yeah. Oh, so is this when when they were in the far distant future? I wonder. Yeah, I Andor guess so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. I could get into Andorian music. And Isn't it Andorian Maybe if you have one and then the other. Yeah. Like, Maybe. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what the future looks like. <laughs> uh, a pretty good idea from Trek. All right. Stamets is obsessed with opera, Jenkinson. I did not know that about Stamets. 
you know one of the can't stand it. One of the problems with Discovery. What? I feel like even now after four series, I still don't know all the characters' names. And then you watch Doctor Culber. Like, Doctor Culber. You've got to remember Doctor Culber. Culber is that right? Whereas you watch one episode of Strange New Worlds, and I feel like I know everybody. Hmm. Is that a writing uh, thing? I'm no, sure I've, I still have, I've watched two episodes of it, and I still don't remember everybody. So, but I'm horrible yeah. with names. So, <laughs> I tend to think I'm not so much, but there we are. Yeah. Oh, so we've got the load stars with us. I like Cornish Cornish <laughs> sea shanties. <laughs> right, right well, I mean, it is well, kind well. of maritime, isn't Thank it? Uh, <laughs> um, right. So, was that three or four? That was three. That was three. Okay, here comes four. Awesome. Um, it makes you want to accompany it with on the jug. Yeah. Who used to noodle on a banjo in Star Trek? <laughs> Over to you, live chat. Uh, so Jake is going with the dueling banjos. Yeah. All right. Bubba's <laughs> saying DS9. And we're seeing Discovery. Is it? Hmm. Is it? That's, that the... does not help. Can I guess? Yeah. yeah I'll do my guessing dance first. <laughs> um, the caretaker. What is he in jail? Hmm? Interesting. Yeah. He has so a banjo, he... right? Isn't he called Banjo Man as well? I don't know. <laughs> but that might not be him in that occasion. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's. Um... Oh, yeah. So Big Jay's saying Voyage of the Caretaker when they were on the farm. Yeah, because. It's it's well known yokel music, isn't it, uh, banjo? <laughs> <laughs> Not to be too judgmental, but you know, yeah, um, they do enjoy a good banjo out in the sticks. Yeah, so um, uh, Big J yeah. is correct. Mm -hmm. That is exactly where right. it's from. Excuse me, Big Al and Alfie and Alfie yeah. as well. Yes, yes. yes. Big J, oh, get out of here! <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you. Come back. <laughs> This is one of the ones I did actually know the answer to. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you would. Yes, that's that's classic. It's pretty good. It's a good opener, is Voyager. It's a good first episode. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we got that pretty quick. So let's jump ahead to number five. Here we go. He is at the ready. Yeah, I know this one. Me as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's no, actually then... a, a, a little bit trickier than you think. 
and I see someone in the chat has figured mm. out the trick. Yeah. Um, and someone has just mentioned Chris Pine, by the way. Oh, Chris Pine. Sorry, I forgot to mention <laughs> to you guys about Chris Pine. When Chris Pine comes in, we have to play this for um, JH. I, I don't know if he's still with us, but we'll be back in a moment. feel emotional um, um yeah, yeah we have chris pine's biggest fan and we don't give the kelvin films enough credit in this in this show <laughs> so we prepared that for whenever somebody mentions chris pine so back to the question i do you know what i was gonna say the third Star Trek film where they play sabotage, sabotage. and somehow destroy all those images. <laughs> I can't remember the mechanics of how it's it works. Not, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's all, also, I'd forgotten about that bit at the beginning of Kelvin where Kirk is in is the stolen car and there's a very not so subtly placed Nokia <laughs> radio <laughs> blasting out. <laughs> You go first, Alpha. Well, it was the Beastie Boys. Are you going from the Sabotage? movie Star Trek Beyond? Beyond. Uh, that was it, Beyond. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with Beyond too in that case. By the Beastie Boys. All right, you guys are both correct. Along with uh, Gosh, whoever said such a good chat. poker face. Yeah. You give Data a run for his money. <laughs> This is good yes, practice so for when we get a video podcast because I got to have a poker face <laughs> while Megan and Aaron trying to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the advantage of, of doing an audio only podcast is, um, you know, Sarah can laugh the entire time that uh, Megan and I are struggling with the music challenge. Uh, I'm usually doodling or doing something with my hands. And <laughs> so all yeah, those things I, are I used to pull to faces at Alpha. She didn't know that. But, but you know, I don't stay still ever. And so far, I haven't. I, I don't believe there's any rules. Like so, on the video, you can just do what the fuck you want. Um, people might not like it, but they don't have to watch. You, can, you know. Yeah. Can we remember them playing in the car with the, in the stolen Kirk car? You well, know, wasn't that another Beastie Boys song? Body. That uh, was the trick. Was oh. both answers are correct. Ah, oh, so it was sabotage. Okay. Which but is was why... it the was it the remix by what's it called? Fat Boy Slim. 
I'm not sure. I I believe it was the same song, and that's why in in Beyond, when the song starts, we get Kirk saying, "Ah, good choice," because he recognized the song. Suddenly, it all it all connects. <laughs> I, I'm the I'm more of a the Kelvin fan than Sarah is. She actually hasn't seen Beyond yet, which we're going to have to rec rectify at some point. And I don't um, remember anything from the other movies I watched. So yeah. Even though we went to the theater together to see them. <laughs> I, I haven't watched them since we went to the theater to see them. Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. Big J is saying he likes how in the 23rd century, the Beastie Boys is considered classical music. Yeah. Yes. That could be Futurama. Futurama. Again, yes. They have the Beastie, yeah. they go to the Beastie Boys concert and then they're just the, the floating heads. And the, <laughs> you can't sit around all day listening to classical music, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and, nice one. And that that also was mentioned in Beyond. Um, McCoy hears the music and asks Spock, isn't that classical? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the Kelvin films. I think they're good films. I don't think, I don't think they're great Star Trek, but I do think they're quite good films. Yeah. So I, mean, I like them all right. When the Doctor is listening to his act, like traditional classical music, mm -hmm. what, what would that be called if? Beastie Boys is actually classical. Ancient music. Mm. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also, Big J there was also a Beastie Boys song in Into Dance. That's yes. probably true. I, I don't remember what one it was, but yeah. And that's the one remixed by Fatboy Slim. Big J. Uh, is I think, uh, as I understand it, the Beastie Boys <laughs> is like really difficult to license. They're really sort of selective about who can use their music in films. It must be track fans. Well, so somebody said there was a connect to, connection to Shatner, so I'm not sure what there is, but mm -hmm. uh... who doesn't love Shatner? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anwar saying, "Yeah, Fat Boy Slim remix." Okay. Cool, cool, great, great one round. More? Loved it. Loved one it. more, yeah. Oh, well, All right, pay attention. Now. We'll we'll it. Here we are. was when Michael Burnham and Saru were chasing each other around Discovery, one of them with a whip. We're going, come here, Michael. And Saru's like, there too. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Remember that? that? No, I didn't yeah. see that. I'm going to read up big, big J's onto something here, I think. I don't think I've got it myself, but um, from, Voyage, uh, from The Voyage Home, which we were talking about last week, that was the first Trek film I ever went to see at the cinema, and Big J too. Mm when they were they were having the shenanigans the the cat and mouse around the hospital with Chekhov. I mean it sounds incredibly interesting. So probably right. <laughs> my my mind went toward that episode of Voyager where the doctor becomes a famous opera singer, but I feel like there wouldn't have been that much music without him singing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, the montage so, of him getting ready to sing or something on stage. Mm. No, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to say I'm going to pass on this one. The Doctor should probably have sung some Beastie Boys tracks when <laughs> in that episode of Voyager. Absolutely. Trick there, that would have been. Um, 
All right. Yeah, well, I'm everybody, gonna, I'm going to go with Big J. Uh, let's. I think, right. I think he's onto something there from Voyage Home, which arguably, objectively, the best Star Trek film. Technically speaking. Technically speaking. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. But yes, you are correct. It is from the hospital scene where they're chasing him Whoa. in Voyage Home. Dude, Big J. You do this thing, Big J. We'll that was fast. Excellent work. All right. Good round, Sarah. Well done. That Can we awesome. play that music again some point later? Because I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the podcast. We have to imagine Michael, Burnham, and Saru chasing each other around the Discovery. We were on the running track uh, with one of them with a big whip. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I actually, let's see if we have time. I have a clip in here where somebody's replaced the in Into Darkness. They've replaced the sabotage scene. They've replaced the music with um, "Where My Heart Will Take Me." <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of awful and, and amazing. Uh, okay, so uh, let's where we're going next. We are on the bonus round, aren't we? Here we are. Let's have a look. Okay, bonus round. Star Trek's got talent. So this one, we're going to ask you guys some questions in the live chat. So everybody pay attention to Big J. <laughs> and, or, and, and or Anwar. Anwar. Uh, and, um, who else was doing awesome? Jinkle. Jinkle. Jinkle, yeah. yeah. Jinkle's pushing it, yeah. Even Boo's doing all right. Okay, so this one, let's bring this up. Bonus round is which we want you to tell us which series these famous musicians have appeared in, which Star Trek series. All right, Alpha, kick us off. Oh, you didn't give me a question. Okay, yeah, it's, is... in, it's in the private chat. All right, Iggy Pop. Okay, which Star Trek did Iggy Pop? Which episode, which series of Star Trek did Iggy Pop show himself? Was he in? Oh my god, words, English sentences. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me try one more time. I think you're a Chat, universal translator. Please tell me which part of Star Trek was Iggy Pop in. Whoa, look at this. So Big J's got DS9 already. I know I was saying DSN, but I think he meant DS9. Because no, later DS on he said the word DS9. nine begins with an N, so he is correct. Ah, yeah. That's what that's what he meant. <laughs> he love Iggy Pop. Yeah, he's looking very uh well, in that picture, I seem to remember him being in the crow too, as well. What character did film. he play? And can 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 you also drop in what character he played, if possible? First and last name, planet of birth. <laughs> yeah, <literally laughs> spelled correctly. Episode and scene as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd also like a backstory. It's correct. And I said, yeah, yeah, Magnificent Peringa. Yeah, I guess we got there. There he is. He looks better as a porter. Born in Michigan. <laughs> Born in Michigan, really? Okay. Ooh, he hurt water. himself the night before shooting during a show 
where he stays down in the floor. He's kind of a slim fella. You could see how he would slip between the crowd. It's awesome <laughs> that he was included, but he's no Jeffrey Coombs. No, he's no Jeffrey Coombs. Nobody's in that. God, we'll worship Jeffrey Coombs. <laughs> Ever since Reanimator. All right, yes. Crushed it. That was easy. Who we got next? Um, whose was this? I've forgotten. Sarah, you're up next, aren't you? Let's have a seat. Okay. All right. Um, so this is Tom Morello. Um, I, don't, I don't even know who that is, but this is Tom Morello. Um, uh, so yeah. So uh, what episode? Uh, what series did he appear in? Apparently, he was the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine. He's quite well known, okay. but not to us. Apparently. I didn't know. Who not was. to me. I, I don't. I have never listened to Rage Against the Machine. So I like yeah, his like yeah. his like scouts sort of. Um, skateboarder like kind of boy scout thing, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what the I feel like there's a bit of a Russian like... cosmonaut vibe going on there. Yeah. Okay. So, Bubba is saying Voyager, and we're saying Insurrection. Big J thinks it's Voyager. Do we have, have we in the live chat? Have we heard of Tom Morello? He looks a bit like Wesley Crusher, adult Wesley Crusher. If adult Wesley Crusher wasn't didn't become, um, what's his actual Act, name? Actual Will Wheaton. Actual <laughs> Will Wheaton. Yeah. yeah. Good. Wesley Crusher didn't grow yeah. up. Look like Will. Yeah, Jenkins knows Rage Against the Machine for sure. Okay. I, I feel like he's got a look of um, Tom Hardy about him actually there, but of course Tom Hardy was quite young, wasn't he? And, um, yeah, but Tom Hardy was Picard, so. No, can't. Listen. He was Picard. <laughs> cool. So who wins? All right. So we're thinking. We're thinking Voyager. There he is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, and he did. Apparently, he did have an uncredited cameo in Insurrection. Unrecognizable without that hat and guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he'd have carried the guitar around on Voyager, we'd know. Who the hell he was supposed to be? All right, <laughs> that would have been a little, little odd. Banjo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so um, we have Vanessa Williams appearing in Star Trek, but in which series? Mm. Do we think that not like like the others? I think the others were kind of um, Star Trek fans, and they used their wealth and power to get on the show <laughs> do, you, do you think vanessa williams was a star trek fan it's entirely possible yeah i think she was trying she was trying to make the transition onto screen at the time wasn't she? Mm. she was taking any gig or was she is she a fan i wonder i'm not sure about that one yeah uh okay so what have we got in the chat and was thinking discover DSN is Discovery, right? Is that what is that? Uh, that's Deep Space Nine. Right. Oh, we're going to see DSN. Oh, yeah. DIS, DIC, isn't it? So DIS Discovery. Yeah. Yeah, DS9 is nine. She played Horizon, but can't remember the name. Mm. If you like, yeah. She was the director played of Horizon during the vacation. Yeah. <laughs> she played Horizon. Uh, Worf had to jack up everybody's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. 
That was a pretty good one, as I, as I recall. <laughs> yes. And of course, they are correct. What was the name? I put it in the live chat. I've forgotten what the character's name was. Um, uh, let's see her name. Let's see. Arandis. Oh, Arandis. So, yep. So Sounds she was uh, horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she was a close friend and lover of Curzon Dax. Aren't we all? <laughs> yes, who wasn't? <laughs> exactly. It seems that way anyway. Arandis. Yep, yep, yep. Arandis is where we give each other pleasure. Yeah, that pun far failed. I, I don't I don't Yeah, and Grumpy ass Wolf. Yeah, Wolf did not like um taking a holiday on Liza, did he? I love <laughs> freaky grumpy ass dwarf. Yeah. Wolf is like Batman, he's just always miserable. He's like rich, gets what he wants, but miserable all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cheer up, Batman. You've got all those awesome toys. Yeah, you're a billionaire, mm. you have a cool car, you have a cave, you have, like, you, you're allowed to throw stuff, and you've got a thing that goes in the sky. Yeah, your parents got murdered, like, 25 years ago, but come on. Yeah, happens. <laughs> Cheer up. Okay, one more. Screw one you, more your planet, planet and your vacation. <laughs> uh, Mick Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac was in Star Trek. Which one? If whoever gets this Which... one is gets so many cool points, <laughs> that's extra, extra. You get regular, highly logical points, and then cool points for something obviously unrelated. And was jumping in there with next gen, so it's Big J. Is is uh, Mick Fleetwood still with us? I'm not sure. Big J said, "Yeah, the dude that eats fish." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is the only one I, I would have possibly gotten, I think. Did you know this one, Sarah? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can even picture the, the character. Before, <laughs> yeah, before the internet. Handsome uh, race. Yeah, there's we are. Anwar's got there, the Antedians. Uh, where's the button? They're rather <laughs> That apparently is Mick Fleetwood. The <laughs> Mick Fleetwood. Um, one of those moments where you're like, no, really, I was on the show. <laughs> Don't, you, oh, they just yeah, had the to other one, my face. <laughs> you know, the other one is actually Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one out of Fleetwood Mac. God, it ought to be. That would be great, wouldn't it? I know the TNG cast uh, tells a funny story about them um, because they, ha they have a very, very short line. I think in in the episode, and they say that they got so frustrated with them because they couldn't remember the line, <laughs> so they had to keep taking over and over and over again. And uh, yeah, so it, it's a funny story for them because they um, they're like they couldn't remember this like they had like five words or something and they couldn't remember. Them. So. It must be when you know doesn't Luoxana Troy like um, figure out their plan because they're actually going to um, do something at the at the meeting. Like yeah, they're gonna like blow uh, it up. Be terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. blow it up. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe that, maybe that, that line was something like, be. "I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you." <laughs> if it weren't for you, pesky betazoids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that must be Mick Fleetwood's real claim to fame. I think that he got to meet Laxana Troy 
a personal one for him for sure he was a huge fan yeah, yeah he was cool well done crushed it all right um i just have to switch back sorry there's lots of buttons uh <laughs> let me join to press next okay here we go Trombones and Tivaras, half is gone. I am here. No, no, I'm, I'm in the pattern buffer. I am here. No, right. <laughs> okay. Yes. So uh, Trombones and Tavares, I wanted to play a little bit on our, our podcast name, Tribbles and Transporters. Um, and uh, we are going to be doing a round all about musical instruments and sources of music in Star Trek. So uh, we also on our uh, our podcast, we do a listener question each week and or each episode and um what we do is we have a question about the episode that we watched and reviewed and we put that out on our social media and uh we we put that out there for our listeners to answer um just like we do our quiz during the show so uh they are multiple choice questions so i will hopefully remember to read out the answers because you know sometimes i forget that but uh we'll give this a shot <laughs> see how we go i, I okay. forgot to do it earlier <laughs> <laughs> all right so in the episode of voyager titled homestead tom paris brings a jukebox to the mess hall and they are playing music uh as the crew celebrates what holiday is it a new year's day b first contact day c Federation Day, or D, Ancestors' Eve? What the hell is Ancestors' Eve? Ancestors Eve. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, That's the day before your ancestors died. <laughs> I did have Wouldn't to write that. Wouldn't you have that. an Ancestors' Day? Or like an Ancestors' Eve? And then do they get an Ancestors' Day after? Ancestors' Eve? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll explain where it came from, but uh, yeah. I want right. to jump Bubba, in. Bubba's asking, say... Bubba's asking for the options again. We That's can good, do the options as well. Yes, so we have option A is New Year's Day, B, First Contact Day, C, Federation Day, and D, Ancestors' Eve. All right. Well, I feel like New Year's Day involves having to be, you know, you have to be going around the sun. Otherwise, how, how, how do you get a New Year? So that can be it, can it? I, I'm, I'm leaning toward, I don't know, first contact day is coming up quite a bit in the chat. I was born, well, I wasn't born on first contact day, but I will be like really old. But you will be. When yeah. first contact day happens, but it will be my birthday is what I'm saying. Nice. Oh, wow. So I basically win everything. <laughs> uh, potentially, First Contact is also, could also be the best Star Trek film. I think it's a toss-up between Oh, that that's my favourite. It is my yeah. favourite too, yeah. yeah um, I, was, I would probably... I think probably just, my birthday is in it. Like, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I haven't seen this episode, so I don't know. But I'm going to go mm. with C because I see that 
mentioned a lot. I see what officially. you did there. Not in the chat, but in um, <laughs> like Star Trek will tweet it out a lot, like first contact mm. day and stuff. And I, so I'm assuming they got that from. I didn't know where they got it from, but now I'm kind of <laughs> thinking maybe from Voyager. So, but I thought C was Federation Day. Well, yeah. well, okay. Well, first contact day, whatever, which one ever was yeah. <laughs> that was. <Okay. laughs> so that was B. That was B. Yes. Right. So um, <laughs> that is correct. It was first contact day, and uh, you know that came about because of the movie First Contact. It was the day that the the Vulcans landed on Earth and uh, and met the humans, and uh, apparently. Uh, Zephram Cochran was very fond of his jukebox and songs played on it. So Tom Paris brought his jukebox to their celebration and played some of his favorite songs. Nice. His <laughs> first contact will have only just come out. It came out while Voyager was airing, didn't it? First contact. Yeah. So that that's sounds good right. That they yeah. Worked that in so quickly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So to explain Ancestors Eve, it was a, uh, a holiday that uh, Neelix made up. Late and, uh, yeah. So that's why the name doesn't necessarily make sense. It comes from Neelix. Um, <laughs> but it actually sets up a really interesting episode. Um, it's called 1159. And uh, they, it's people on Voyager talking about their ancestors. And then we actually delve into the backstory of one of Janeway's favorite, famous ancestors. Oh, yes. The, the one where she yes. goes to a bookshop and gets a job yes. and he lives at the bookshop. So yes. I, I so, really uh, like that episode. I just like that Oh, episode. no. <laughs> it, it's a little strange because Kate Mulgrew plays the ancestor. And so it, it's like... Which okay, is confusing. So yeah. So it's like, did Janeway go back? <laughs> and it's just like... What, yeah, so it was, you reborn? It was... Is this about reincarnation? What is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are there are shades of sub rosa in there, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, it's better than her being an Edwardian housemaid. Like <laughs> on the holodeck, everybody gets these amazing characters they get to choose to be. They can be anyone they want. They can do anything they want, and she wants to be a maid in a house. A, a... Yes, a governess. Yeah, a governess. Children make little sandwiches. That's her. That's <laughs> all the things she could do ever. That's what she wants to do. It just yeah. that's a terrible yeah. my mind. <laughs> well, I have to pause our our quiz here because we do have a uh, a guest appearance on our guest appearance. Um, oh. If I could introduce for the very first um, time, we have James Tiberius Cat. Who has joined us? Klingon Tog. Hello, Kitty. Nice to meet you. What's the cat name? What's the cat's name? His name is Ty. And uh, when I picked him up at the uh, the shelter, that was his name. And uh, I was going to change it, but then a friend asked me if it was uh, short for Tiberius, and I said, "Well, now it is." <laughs> and so. He's been Thai ever since, uh, and uh, so he is one of our mascots on the show, James Tiberius Cat. Yeah. Good time. Nice to meet you, Thai. Hey, you look like <laughs> when I said that. Yes. You speak. I was wondering if you. it was. I was thinking it could come from Thai fighter, but that's where we're it could. Going. It could, yeah. Although it's spelled T I. No. That's yep. It could be <laughs> from the Orville. There's a character called Thai in the Orville. Oh. Mm. Which is kind of I've, like Star Yeah, I've not watched mm -hmm. the show, but uh, I've heard it. Oh, you it's must. A, I insist. Tie-in. 
it's it's pretty good. Some of them, some of them are good. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I think about the other. There's our other and mascot. I, I, I was gonna say uh, we need to introduce the other mascot. Oh, sorry, that, everybody Pat get your puppy. Oh, what is your puppy called? Where are all mine? Normally, mine are headbutting the microphone. And we're in the <laughs> yeah, this is Scar. This is Scarlet, and uh, she makes appearances on my uh, YouTube channel occasionally. On when I do videos, she'll interrupt occasionally and. What what but, uh, is Scarlet? She is a she's a shepherd mix. She's a mix of a uh, Australian cattle dog, um, German shepherd, and Belgian Malinois. So wow, weird. So yes. she has all of the energy. Weird. That's, that sounds awesome. Sleep. My dog is asleep next to me, and I don't want to disturb him because he'll think it's playtime or something. And then, <laughs> as you can see, I'm already really distracted. So add another cute fairy object to the mix and it's uh, <laughs> triples yeah well, <laughs> we always have to uh interrupt anytime uh, ty makes an appearance because usually as you said he headbutts my microphone and makes all kinds of noise that then has to be edited out and all of that sort of thing so uh, <laughs> so we just explain that he's in the room yeah yeah <laughs> exactly Okay, so uh, getting back on track here, going for our next question. Back on track. Yes. Back on track. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, on Deep Space Nine, what instrument did the Klingon chef use to entertain his customers? Was it A, a guitar, B, a mandolin, C, his voice, or D, a concertina? One more time, please. Uh, a, a guitar. The question. B, a yeah, mandolin. what was the question? Oh, I, I missed the question too. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> on Deep Space Nine, what instrument did the Klingon chef use to entertain his customers? So it was A, a guitar, B, a mandolin. C, his voice, or D, a concertina? Well, we've got all kinds of crazy <laughs> things coming up in the live chat. Guitar, concertina. You've stopped mandolin. answering questions yourself, haven't you, Spanner? You just throw it straight to the live chat. You don't even think about them anymore, do you? you just I feel up, like I can remember this. this. <laughs> and then I take credit for it. So I feel like it was the squeeze box. It had, like, fur around the knuckles and stuff like that. That's, uh, that's an accordion, isn't it? According yeah. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's um, yes, we we Carl have. Is thinking it was a Tina Turner concert. Oh no, concert <laughs> Tina. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Jenkins. Uh, accordion, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like it was an accordion. I haven't seen it, what? so uh, I'll go with that too. <laughs> <laughs> it it was in fact a Klingon concertina. And uh, yeah, so there apparently was some design schematics behind it and, and all that sort of thing. So yeah, <laughs> just one of those occasional characters that would pop up and, and you know, do something, something kind of strange. So, yeah. And that feels like as close as we might get to the Cornish sea shanties as well. <laughs> yes. you know, box, yep. I think you could see a Klingon sea shanty. We should do cooking with the Klingon chef, and it's sort of 
how to make that fresh and blood mm -hmm. wine <laughs> aged. Yeah, I I do have the uh, the Star Trek cookbook, and uh, that was it was actually uh, written by Ethan Phillips, um, and uh, he compiled a bunch of recipes, um, some based on. Uh, dishes mentioned in the show. Uh, some of it is actual behind the scenes, how they made the food. And uh, then he also compiled uh, recipes from many of the actors. Uh, so, yeah. All it's right his mom's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting book and, and fun to look through. And I have made a couple of the recipes, so. Is it all uh, just Leola root variations? <laughs> I, I think there's there's something in there about Leola root and uh, and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I did make. We should we um, should we should join uh, uh, join forces again and actually do a live cooking show on Bolt like this. Yeah, we'll cook one of the recipes from that book. <laughs> or we can do a different one and we'll cook on 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 air and i'll i'll it. set my house on fire and you guys yeah. can probably have delicious food <laughs> nothing can go wrong with that i love it really <laughs> yeah no logistics issues there at all <laughs> <laughs> all right okay um, <laughs> all right going on to our next uh question here um in the original series episode, Plato's Stepchildren, a Kithara was given to which member of the crew? A, Spock, B, Kirk, C, Uhura, or D, Sulu? Let's see, I think, I think, I'm gonna wait and see what the live chat says, but I'm leaning toward Uhura there. <laughs> I'm a whisk meter on the Take your C and, and raise me raise a, my own C, and that <laughs> makes two C's and, uh, for TOS. We shall that see was, if anyone oh. here gets the gets the answer. Um, I was thinking Spock, which now mm -hmm. is making me doubt myself. That's what <laughs> that's the problem with Anwar. It makes me doubt myself. Um, I'm gonna go with I can only just imagine Ohara with instruments on the original series, so that was where my illogic was. Well, Spock what? could strum a mean lute, what do you call it? I don't know. Um, yeah, but that's Big not J is saying that's yeah. the musical instrument part of Star Trek is his weak point. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It was interesting when I was coming up with these questions because I thought, oh, how am I going to find all these? And I just typed musical instruments into Memory Alpha and it gave me a whole list of where Genius. they came from. And who, yeah, it worked. <laughs> okay, next week I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to read them live. I'm just going to, I'm going to search on Memory Alpha during the show. I've been watching all of Star Trek every single week in preparation of the show when I could have just done that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Anwar saying Spock. I'll, I'll stick with Uhura. Well, I will say Anwar has it. It was. Oh, <laughs> yep. So guns he was. Guns suck, Spanner. You guns suck. I didn't think about the answer to this. I just went with what you said because, yeah. because I'm stupid. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, and I, I kind of threw Uhura in there as the the red herring because she is, you know, often considered the musical uh, person in the with. I mean, with good reason because Nichelle Nichols say. has a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, so um, there were several times where we see uh, Spock playing the Vulcan lute, um, and uh, we we get scotty playing bagpipes um you know because <laughs> that's not cliche at all <laughs> not at all scotty from scotland with his bagpipes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, oh, yes yeah, yeah you're right bubba says when in doubt copy on what <laughs> um, yeah nice yeah oh and um jenko saying that was that was the interracial kiss episode Yes, so it was the where the Platonians were forcing the uh, forcing the uh, crew to play out, you know, lots of different things. It, so, they didn't yeah. air it, did they, the first time? Yeah, I'm Apparently. not sure how that went. I, I, I always, you know, it it sounds so good to say that. Oh, yeah, you know, that was the first interracial kiss on on TV, and it. I'm not sure if it was the first white and black kiss, but it was not the first interracial. Yeah. Um, Cause apparently there was an Asian and white um, kiss on TV or on film before that. But uh, well, I mean, you think about I love Lucy. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> technically you're yeah. uh, interracial. So yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, but uh it's always nice to to look at the parts for all the times that Star Trek has some problematic things in it, especially the original series. Um, it is nice that there are the the positive forward thinking things in Star Trek as well. Yeah, some of them I often think you know you don't even notice them now. You know, like the way nobody smokes on Enterprise, and in the sixties that was weird that there was no smoking on a TV show. <laughs> and, and Roddenberry apparently like, really had to battle his corner to say, yeah, yeah, in the future nobody will smoke. So I don't want to But smoke. how will we sell cigarettes <laughs> during Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> like... you, don't, you don't even notice when you watch it now because nobody smokes on anything. Yeah. So. yeah. Then, no, it would have been amazing deal. if Spock and Kirk had the, had the first interspecies gay kiss on TV. I think people, that would have been really progressive. Yeah. I think we had to wait till it was DS9 that did that, wasn't it? It was Dax, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't Kirk yeah. and Spark. There was a no. question last week, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Didn't you have a question about that last week, Alfie? Oh, uh, it was um, name this character, and it was the trail that ah. was uh, Dax's ex wife. Was the yes. And her name is Gotten because that was last week, and that knowledge has gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so Jake, I was saying the I'd BBC say it's been replaced by this week's here. knowledge, but there is none, so I don't know what it's been replaced. By. Yeah, just lost so the BBC chickened out on screening that episode, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Big J is saying how Shatner kept flubbing every retake mm -hmm. of the scene to make sure the only one they could use was the kiss. Yeah, good, good, yeah. Golden Shatner. Uh, <laughs> right, nice. Yeah, in the future, no one smoked or has money. I know. I'm looking forward to that day. I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. No, I don't smoke either. So. No, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is my last question. 
um, it is about a plant called the Mutok, Muktok plant, sorry. Uh, the Muktok plant was a musical flower found on what planet? Uh, so it, it's a... Go, 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 go Sarah. <laughs> Do you know, it, you know it, Sarah, anyway, without the options? Yes. I know say exactly it, it. The, the scene and the episode of this because <laughs> it right. has Riker and Troy in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Give us the well, options anyway. What, so what are the all options? Right. So the, How the will options we know? Are... If she gives us the options. How will we know if she didn't just pick one of the options? Where's well, this is a Schrodinger thing? <laughs> Which came first? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so A, Bajor, B, Trill, C, Talax, or D, Beta Z. Let's see what the let's see what the chat thinks. Although I'm feeling like it may have been Beta Z. You could have, you could have done B for Beta Z. Just I could have, or Boy, or Bajor. Ah. That's it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the planet of the cage, Jenko saying. Oh, no, that's a TOS pilot. Wow, that's going back a bit. Yeah, Anwar's thinking Beta Z as well. Did we not talk about a scene earlier in which the flower might have been in? In which one? Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so, uh, yes. We just did a mind on... meld real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. It was on Beta Z and I was wondering if someone would come up with the plant from uh the TOS or from the cage. Um uh, because when I first started reading about this plant, I was like, "Oh, it's the one from the cage that, you know, it, the wind blows it and it chimes and Spock smiles at it because they hadn't <laughs> decided yet that Spock didn't smile." Um and uh, smile at the power? Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he, th he thought it was pretty interesting, and uh, they hadn't decided yet in the cage that Vulcans didn't show emotions. So uh, Spock is very emotional in that that episode. Um, but yes, he was so it, upset after having to smile for no reason at a flower. He was like, "You know what? I'm not doing any more smiling. Work the character <laughs> around that." that. Like, yeah. okay. I, I had a good smiling. I didn't enjoy it. Let's, let's stop this emotional nonsense. Put yeah. it in my contract, no smiling. <laughs> How do we get a character with no smiling that the audience is supposed to like? They did it. Good nice. Job. Excellent yeah. questions. Mm. Um, yeah, and a few good people question. there. Big J even thought TOS pilot. Mm -hmm. That's good. Sneaky. Yep. I like him sneaky. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Erin, thank you very much. What's next? Oh, so Alfie's got like a two-parter or something like that. I don't know. I, don't, I, I just might don't just skip one part there, okay. <laughs> no. All right, here we go. Let's see what you've got. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna condense. All right. Is this round's called You'd already started talking when I pressed the button then it wouldn't that wasn't deliberate. That's okay, I was just introducing the round. It's called Nunion Oh I couldn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> well, no loss. <laughs> Um, I can't remember actually because we were messing around with the round title. Is this my picture round or is this my singing round? Hmm. No, singing because you've got Noonian song. Well, my other round was called Sing Along Home, so <laughs> that... right. Oh, I may have got that wrong. But when okay, you well, whatever the, the title, titles are not important. 
Okay. No. no I'm going to say this is the singing round. I'm going to sing a bit of a song, and the objective is you, Sarah, Erin, Spanner. I guess that was you in that context, but you get a name drop anyway. Additional, <laughs> no charge. Finish the song. So I'll start. You Ooh. finish the lyrics, and then you can tell these, me and explain. These are what about Star Trek, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no. I'm going to start with some. Um, um, 50 Cent, uh, and then some ABBA. No, no, yeah, all Star Trek. Okay, are you ready? I've not drunk enough water today, so please forgive my singing. <clears throat> <clears throat> Nervous now. I have a voice like Whitney Houston. I'm going to say Whitney Lopez, but that's... Voice no one has a voice as good as Whitney Lopez. Okay. <clears throat> okay. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are. <laughs> Come on, everybody. <laughs> gray. Gray. Sarah enthusiastically won that round. I remember Ray Charles singing that. Um, what's the context? You don't know. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't know. Well, <laughs> see, the, that's how I felt with the inner light thing. You don't know this? <laughs> I don't Fair know it either. Off what? you go. It's the doctor and seven of nine. So when he goes, you are my sunshine, and and then seven goes, oh, my sorry. only sunshine. You make me happy. Do you remember? Yes, because yeah, you're right. Of course, that's fair enough. Well done. Shouldn't have doubted yet. But I, I know it from it. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish that song was in that right? Because yeah, that'd be fun to. I really like the, who doesn't like the intro of Fresh Prince Bella? Well, Bo yeah. says he remembers it from The Conjuring. That was pretty creepy. Well, that, yeah, well, that's probably how I sound yeah. singing it. And that also probably mm -hmm. sounded equally terrifying as The Conjuring. Kind of like Jen Cowell's answer, when the skies are Janeway. It's good, it rhymes, <laughs> fits, it's better. Tumbleweed. I'm just kidding. I'm going to get you a pun far real quick. Oh, there you go. Well done. <laughs> okay, okay, good job. Okay, next one is <clears throat> okay. Please forgive this. Come cheer up, me lads. <laughs> Just to glory we steer to find something new in this wonderful year. To honor we call you something. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go a bit more. If you know any of the song, please join in. We always are ready, steady boys, steady, and we'll fight and we'll conquer again and again. Come cheer up, me lads, tis glory. We come on, Sarah. Uh, to steer is that what? Yeah. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. I, I know it's hard. It's hard of oak, right? That's the name of it. Hard of oak. One more time. 
Heart I'm, of Oak. Heart of Oak. Isn't sure. it a yes, uh, British it naval song? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the name, actually. The title, I, I yes. This is the one, is this where Your Kirk um, Picard right? was possessed and started singing in Ten Forward? Yeah. That's because I, I could remember him singing. I could remember that scene so explicitly, and then I was like, "How will I find that?" So I just typed in Picard ten forward sing. And <laughs> you think he would have sung yeah. a, a, a French naval song instead? Mm -hmm. But okay, Frère <laughs> Jacques, Frère Jacques. Hell yeah, of course. Apparently, it's something to do with the Royal Marines. Um, but we're ah. saying that makes sense again. Maritime, right? Mm -hmm. I like it. All right, I'll embarrass myself one more time. Well, one more time, as if. For the first time. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Are you ready? We'll see. I don't know the tune, though. I'm <laughs> tough, <laughs> Aja dak so tasbosh vas kral vai tik impaja lo mach ja push ja keles mola mecha I stole call No two two words missing at the end there. Any guesses? Sharkless. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bubba. All right, Bubba. Thanks for the cheek, but I'll do it one more time. Exactly. Now. <laughs> Jaj Kalas Mola Mihak. No, no guesses. <laughs> I think I know where it comes from, but <laughs> it's too cool. I was looking for too cool. Oh. Is that fun? <laughs> Course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So this is this is one of the Klingon drinking songs, I guess. It is the Klingon <laughs> yeah. drinking song. The Klingon drinking song. And my Klingon is not uh, native, uh, not native, obviously. Not. Um, thinks it may have been France's legible. national anthem. Legible. <laughs> is that racist? I don't know. It's fine it did sound a little French. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on my Klingon. It's, it just sounds like French, apparently. <laughs> well, we had yeah, guesses okay. of Swedish or Czech as well, so. Yeah. Okay. So th yeah. these these are all like you know nice sort of singy singy uh, voice like accents and Klingon is I was doing my really trying to sound aggressive Klingon, but I failed so miserably by by, I by that. You sharpen your teeth into points to really get the Klingon mm. accent right. Mm. And maybe I need to smoke a lot so I get like more phlegm and mm. and <laughs> what else can I do to make. And spit a you bit. Could, maybe if you drank the blood of your enemies out of their skull, that would just sort of coat your throat and give the tone of voice that you need, that you're looking for. Mm. But you have no enemies. What? No. 
It was good though. I thought it was, I was quite impressed with the effort. I feel like KLS yeah, would welcome you into his loving embrace in Stobokov. Um, sorry. Intruder alert! Intruder, intruder alert! alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lisa. Okay, the dog's going. Walk the beast. <laughs> Okay, well, this will be the last show we ever do of this because I have to hide, hide and die of embarrassment in a... In a, in, in a no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> that was bold, taking on the Klingons. Going drinking with the Klingons, for that matter. Um, here it is. Off his tongue. Luther, save me. Did, uh, did we have some bonus questions from Megan? Uh, yes, yes, we do. Let's see here. Um, so for those of us watching that haven't seen our or haven't heard our podcast, we do have a third uh, co-host co on the show. Uh, her name is Megan, and unfortunately, she wasn't able to be on the uh, on the show today. So she did send me some questions and let me just bring them up here. Um course I, I had them all you know preloaded in my phone and then just completely lost them so here we go <laughs> all right so hers are a little mix of you know what some instrument things some uh different types of music and and all of that all right. so uh in what episode of deep space nine do we see vic fontaine for the first time Ooh. So of course, becomes a very recurring character, but uh, was quite an excellent one too, I think. So, uh, I'm a bit of a Vic Fontaine fan. Hmm. But the first time we saw him, do you want the episode title or do you want what the uh, plot? Um, well, what she's given me is the episode title and the uh, the number of the episode, but you know, it's probably easier if you give the plot or or something like that too. Yeah. Could you just tell us the answer, and then we'll tell Megan that we got it. Oh, the 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 season six or seven, right? I don't know if he's in two seasons or just the end, or just the last season of DS Nine. I, I know he's, he's in. The, yeah. No, I think he's at the very end of DS Nine, like when Nog joins Starfleet. Mm. He lives with Vic a bit, and I'm, you know he doesn't span across too many series. Don't believe. It was fairly close to the end, yes. Let's say season six. Episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what the plot was, and, and all I can think about is that excellent episode where they, they have like a casino heist in the Hollow Suite, but that wasn't the first. Um, time we saw Vic Fontaine, I'm fairly sure. Does um, Cisco sing with Vic Fontaine in the first episode that we meet him? Or is that one of the last ones? He won't go to the hollow suite, will he, Cisco? Everybody else is getting really hooked on this, this program with Vic Fontaine. Of course, it's so. the last episode that he sings with him, yes, of course. Mm. Good, good one. And one I think it's the episode where Odo kisses Kira. Called his Would you be worried about drowning if you kissed a changeling? You know what Anwar said. Can we all get t-shirts that just say what Anwar said? 
<laughs> and if anyone yeah. in life asks a question, just what Anwar said, instead of like, you know, what would Jesus do? What Anwar said. Well, well that would uh, that would be was. If you uh, did just the, oh, yeah. for, <laughs> just say was. After <laughs> after yeah, perfect was. Love it. Oh, Let's get that merch going. Highly logical <laughs> on the back was also that trick was uh, tribbles and transporters too because you know just <laughs> like it was. And then whatever that was called. So okay, so Cisco, I'm Big J's sort of joining in now as well. Mm. So Cisco was a oh right wait a minute I thought you were answering the question. <laughs> Cisco was against <laughs> that setting of going to the holodeck due to how African Americans were treated during those times on Earth. Uh, was quite There's no money in, in the future, Anwar. You don't get commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just replicate them. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what happened in the episode. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly how it was that that Vic Fontaine got introduced, but yeah, it was definitely uh, in one of those holodeck episodes, and uh, yeah. They, we do have a couple of people getting it right. It was His Way. His Way. His Way was the name of the episode, and it was season six, episode 20. Ooh, I thought you Does were he going sing to Frank Sinatra? Um, well, the very next question, thank you for oh. the segue, was what song is the first one we hear him sing? So we're looking for the title of the song. My Way by Frank Sinatra. That, that would tie in well with the uh, with the title of the episode. But wrong. Thank you. Somewhere <laughs> beyond the sea, maybe. Mm. I was thinking maybe, is, is it somewhere beyond the sea? Well, we, we'll maybe wait and see if we get any uh, um, chat yeah. answers. And, uh... That's kind of a long shot, but... I'm mm. to stick in there. Is it? Um, it's been a fly, fly me to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would work. I'm gonna guess fly me to the moon. So I think a lot of these are all ones that I could definitely hear Vic singing, and some of them he probably did. But mm. uh, we're Beastie about... Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was apparently the song "You're Nobody Till Somebody Loves You." Okay. You're so nobody. I don't think I would have got that, but that makes that does make sense. Yeah, that fits right in there with the the right uh, or style of music there. That sort of whole lounge singer shtick. Mm-hmm. That's All what right. I about those lyrics. You're nobody until someone loves you. It's like, well, yeah. It's like, yeah, what, what if? That. What if you're just oh. someone who doesn't date, or you know? Yeah, or I mean, you can't force people to love you. Would be my, would be my follow up. <laughs> <laughs> if you take them to Vic's club, love will happen. Love will come. That's what I've learned from DS Nine. Yeah, he's a promoter, a Vic's Vic Fontaine club promoter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so question number three is a uh, musical instrument question. The clarinet is played by two different characters in Star Trek canon. Who are those two characters? 
two characters. Two. This one, I I didn't remember the second one, so yeah. Well, we definitely know Do one of them, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Defo, <laughs> no. Clarinet. Who's the other? And Mr. Kim, I guess. We all knew that, right? <laughs> one of us, including the chat. Yeah. Yeah, starting yeah, yeah. to pop up in there. Yep. <laughs> so we've got half the question. They love you, Alfie. So you are somebody. Uh, yeah. So we know about Harry Kim. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Ah, <laughs> uh, who else could have? See, Mom, I am somebody. <laughs> At last, after all these years, you're finally somebody. Um, thanks to Star Trek. I just know it's not from TNG because I don't remember anybody from TNG playing clarinet. Uh, Did Data ever pick one up? I don't know. I don't think so. He, 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 he more played the fiddle, didn't he? And the guitar, yeah. Um, I, I'm not positive it was shown. It may have been uh, mentioned rather than uh, actual shown. To. Okay. Because um, like I say, this, this one surprised me when I read the question and saw the answer. Can you give us a hint on which series well, is Big, Big J's stumped, so that doesn't bode well. <laughs> I know I was saying Keiko. No, I think she might play the cello. Well, um, if, if you're looking for a series, um, yeah. this one might might give it away uh, because the the answer to series is uh, TNG and DS9. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Then so we have a have a couple of options there. O'Brien or Keiko, like there is one, but I think O'Brien. Alexander uh, Rushenko. Was he it, in DS9? Or Worf? I can imagine Worf playing mm -hmm. the playing the bloody clarinet. I can imagine him <laughs> killing someone with a clarinet, but I don't know if he would play it. <laughs> in his private. What about yeah. O'Brien? What about O'Brien then? Because I feel like Keiko may have played the cello i mean you can play more than one instrument i suppose mm. keiko makes more sense for the clarinet to me but uh... yeah she's more delicate than some yeah ham-fisted irish <laughs> sure it makes it more sense. um but you already said the answer so i just wanted to put another answer out there <laughs> <laughs> yes it was in fact keiko ah great great <laughs> where oh, where right. is that mentioned? I'm not sure. All I have is the answer. I don't have the uh, <laughs> the time or you know the episode or anything like that. So. Hope it's on DS9 or else I'm gonna be in very well could be. <laughs> I told <don't know>. yeah. <laughs> TNG. It probably yes, is yeah, O'Brien been like, oh, you don't practice the clarinet anymore like you used to, do you, love? Go and do that <laughs> instead of telling me to move house. And yeah. when, maybe it's the last time like you serenaded me with your clarinet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then, then we know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we are continuing on with uh, um, talk about uh, clarinet players with Harry. Um, we have what piece of music was Harry Kim playing for Tom Paris when he was interrupted by his neighbor banging on the wall? <laughs> oh man! Um, what's um, that Marvin Gaye song? Sexual healing. Da, 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 da. Ooh, when I get that feeling. No, it's not that. You feel no. like no, Tom and Harry were more than 
comrades. Yeah, that was that was what Harry was learning to impress his parents when he got back to Earth. <laughs> um, let me just look over here at something completely different. I want no, to say, not. I don't know because I, I don't think I've seen this episode, but mm. what what could just comes to mind first is, was the, um, who's a cont contemporary to Glenn Miller that was over here? Is it Tommy, I don't think it's Tommy Dorsey. There was another one that played the clarinet. Michael O'Brien played the clarinet, I believe. Was it? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like it might. I feel like I might know it when I hear the answer. You know, in that kind of oh yeah, I knew that kind of way. <laughs> well, it was definitely not. Didn't totally ring a bell with me. It was the a song called Jazz Impromptu. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, no, a real catchy that. title there. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic, but I don't remember Harry playing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then a follow-up question. Who was the neighbor that banged on the wall? I've not seen any of this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure where, you know, Megan just went down a, a big mm, Harry playing the clarinet um... wormhole. I could hear Bellana banging on the wall. I feel like Bellana oh, yeah. could yes, bang, on, yes. bang on the wall pretty good. Yes, Bellana is the answer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it does start with a B, <laughs> but it is not Bellana. It Bye. was Ensign, Ensign Baytart. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I oh, like yeah. Baytart's voice. Yeah. Is he the, so, the, the Vulcan? I'm not sure. I think that maybe yeah. one of those characters, like Voyager has several characters that are mentioned multiple times and then either never show up or they they have like a bit part or, so yeah. The, 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 the Delaney those... sisters, the chef. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not Baytart, it's Vorak I'm thinking of, the Vulcan. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets a bit handsy with Bellana, doesn't he? Mm, yeah. During the Ponfar mm. happens. I don't, I don't see him banging on a wall to to get Harry to stop. No, he would just light a meditation candle. <laughs> or walk next door and, you know, passive aggressively mm. push the doorbell. and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come to let the cat out for you before you yeah. strangle it. All right, so Megan's final question is, okay. again, about Harry Kim. I'm not sure, you know, where she found all these questions, but um, Harry was working on a uh, orchestral holodeck program, and who was he working on that program for, and what instrument did that person play? Hmm... Who, 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 um, repeat the question one more time, please. Uh, the question is, Harry was working on a orchestral holodeck program uh, for another person to play in the orchestra with him. Uh, who was that person and what instrument did they play? Mm. You see, I, I kind of want to say the EMH again. 
now that opera's coming up and we're in Voyager. Yeah, that's what I was leaning towards the doctor. Mm-hmm. But did he play an instrument as well as singing in that episode? That's that's the bit. Is it a main character? Is it a bridge is it a bridge character a bridge crew member or like a main character or is it an, another rand, random <laughs> Betar again? <laughs> I, I believe this is another random um mm. mentioned a few times, maybe walked on screen once. Yeah. So Megan went with the hard ones, didn't she? Yeah, <laughs> she really did. I really, it's such a shame that she couldn't make it today. Uber uh, <laughs> is saying Nicolette, who played the oboe, I wouldn't have got there either. The oboe, the Odo. I wish Odo played the oboe. Musical Odo. <laughs> yeah. Look at Odo um, with his oboe. <laughs> uh, uh, Nicolette. Well, I'm guessing that Bubba must be right about that, but I wouldn't have. I don't think I would have found my way to it. Nicoletta. Who's Nicoletta? It's all we've got to go on, so sure. (laughs) (laughs) And Bubba would be correct. It was Lieutenant Susan Nicoletti, and she did, in fact, play the oboe. Wow. (laughs) And I will tell you that as the Voyager fan on our podcast, um, basically the only one I knew was Harry Plays the Clarinet. And <laughs> once I heard Ensign Baytart, I was like, oh, right, that, that was his neighbor. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do, we know, do we know Nicoletti from anything? Did, where, did, where did she work? I think she was just, she was someone that, that Harry was trying to date and, you know, was using this holodeck program as, you know, trying to spend time with her. And, yeah. He was a lucky in love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and... And promotions. And promotions, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Forever Ensign. Yep. Forever yes. Ensign. That sounds, that sounds like a blues song. Yeah. <laughs> Harry sings the blues. Yeah. I would, I, would, I would listen to it on Spotify, but I wouldn't buy the album. Mm. <laughs> So okay. my last round, really fast, is it just is a oh. two-second thing, and it's we've already actually answered most of them because it's oh, just good. a quick pitch around of showing you some instruments, and then right. you have to tell me who, who, who instrument it belongs to, the, the character of the instrument belongs to, and as I said, the answers have pretty much come up throughout the game, so <laughs> this is a good way to sum, summarize uh, how our knowledge of this episode. Um, I can't see your pictures. You can't see my pictures. Did you upload them? No, it was just a thing. Uh, <laughs> I'll come with yourselves for a moment. Yeah, I did. I, it's right here. Present slides. Computer. Oh. <laughs> Computer. <laughs> Do it, please. Right, let's my Alexa on because it's, I, I said the thing. <laughs> Look, Alexa, do, do not disturb. <laughs> Oh, look, okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Can I just do the pictures? Uh, yeah. yeah, is that fine? Which one do I have? Yeah. This one. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh, actually, no, it looks stupid. Sorry, right, right. <laughs> Okay, cool. Who plays these instruments? As I said, they've pretty much all been covered. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 go. Who oh, wants to? Start? It was Nicoletti or something played the clarinet. Uh (laughs) yes you're right it's susan nicoletti everybody's favorite (laughs) yep 
Well, I'll go ahead and take the the flute since that's the one I always get poked about uh, not knowing. So that yes. that I'm I believe is Picard's flute. Correct. Good job. <laughs> this is a bonus yeah. round, so We're this is a thousand points. dollars. Yeah, a thousand. Well, of course, my my guy Riker it. plays the trombone. Um, yes. Also, Tom. I'm, I'm quite. I'm quite impressed with us all that we've managed to avoid like the trombone jokes. <laughs> um, data on Tom. the fiddle, but who who is on the trumpet? Uh, who do we like for the trumpet? Oh, uh, nice uh, to do Anwar got there. Yes, Anwar. I <laughs> oh, I would have never thought about nice. that. Yep, yep. Thanks no. for joining, Big J. See you again. I'll probably talk to you tomorrow, but <laughs> thanks for joining. Um, right, yes, Q. I wouldn't, you know what? I, again, I, I wouldn't have got there, I don't think. No, but as soon as he said it, it po that <laughs> image popped yeah. in my head. Oh, sorry, yeah, did yeah. I, I was premature with the last one, but <laughs> would have got there in the end. Yes, I love that. Uh, I love that scene. <laughs> with the, 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 you know, I've forgotten about the mariachi band. That would have been quite a. That would have been a good question. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yeah. And of course, now now that we know, we have to slide a picture of Keiko up there next to Harry. Oh, yes. Well, that's course. right. Yeah, I thought that's who it would have been, in fact. The clarinet gang, also with Odo playing Susan Nicoletti. <laughs> I would see them in concert, for sure. Do you think <laughs> any of these actors actually played the instruments? I feel like Jonathan Frakes probably plays the trombone. He does. He does, yeah, because that that feels like it would be a weird choice otherwise. He played in. Um, yeah. He went to Penn State for college and played in their uh, marching band there. Well, so he's in a, a trombone, trombone league. league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it, U.S. colleges take sport very seriously. That might is 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 playing the trombone sport. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the people that play in the marching band will say yes because of how hard they work. But, yeah. oh, well, there yeah. we go, represent. I feel like you could spar with trombones as well, couldn't you? You know, sort of one-on-one. -on -one, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Anwar's, <laughs> Anwar is saying there that he, he does think that Garrett Wong played it. I'm, I'm not sure whether he played it before the show or if he, he learned it to, you know, to be in that, that scene or if it was like, he played it as a kid and then picked it up again. I, I can't mm. remember how that went. It'd be a but, weird uh, thing yeah. to insist, right? Just clarinet players for this role, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm willing to do what it takes. I will learn the clarinet yeah. to be in Star Trek. <laughs> oh. yeah. Guys, it's and been really, really great having you on the show. I've had so much fun um, and Spanner has too, I can tell. Yes, I did. Promise. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, I think that's been our longest show ever, and it's flown by. Yeah, so we've kept some viewers up way past the bedtime. So we apologize. we, we do have a tendency to to draw out our recording sessions. <laughs> yes, and poor Erin, you know, she's in Canada, so she's two yeah. hours ahead of Megan and, and me. So sometimes we're keeping her up past. Yeah. Her yeah. Bedtime. So what time, what time is it right now in Canada? Uh, right now it is five o'clock in the evening because um, I'm in the Atlantic time zone. Um, so that's just one east of Eastern Standard in, in the U.S. Oh, okay. 
Far Eastern. Eastern. Far Eastern. Yeah. Eastern. Eastern. <laughs> so what time is it? It's 10 o'clock at night here where I am. I'm in, I'm in uh, Germany. Spanish, yeah. well, what time is it? We're all just doing times um, now because yeah. we're doing some <laughs> time, time walks. And what about you, Sarah? So I'm in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, so it's uh, <laughs> 3 o'clock here. Oh, that's, a very, that's very civil. Time yeah. So, in fact, like I say, we we usually start recording our podcasts about uh, eight thirty p.m. for me, and very often we are finishing around eleven twelve. So, yeah, it, it gets a little a little long sometimes. <laughs> Bill, well, thanks. So am I in the furthest future? Me. I'm in I'm in the future, right? I'm in the furthest mm. future. Yes. Yeah. You, you yes, you are. It's going to be it. You've done a slingshot around the sun already today, haven't you? Was. Yeah. Thank you very, very very much for joining us. And we hope we will be back because that was really, really great. Uh, That was music, everyone. Thank you for taking part. And if anyone has any closing words, I will. Where do we find Tribbles and Transporters? All right. So Tribbles and Transporters, uh, you can find our podcast uh, anywhere that you can download your podcasts. Uh, we have an audio format for right now. And then uh, we also have our uh, Facebook group and page by the same name. Um, Instagram, also the same name. Uh, and then our Twitter is at Tribbles Podcast. We have our website, which is tribblespodcast.com. And our uh, Gmail, you can email us uh, at uh, tripplesandtransporters at gmail.com. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining in on the live chat. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we appreciate you you asking us to come on. Yeah. Awesome. Live long and prosper. Yes. I wish I could do the thing. We'll get you some I, I, tape there, Sarah. It always looks really like, my good hand, kind of, when it comes alive. I really feel like it would be nice to do it in person because I really want to pioneer the sort of the Vulcan high five. You know, I feel like that's something we could really put together. But it doesn't work on the road. Let's, let's no. do it that way. You know, like, just in, in the other person's face, maybe. Case. Yeah, <laughs> and then be like, "Got your nose, got your nose." <laughs> okay, oh, thank right. you for joining us, everybody. Same good night and good day. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.